This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 16th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Hovind says disaster aid probably won't be in CR. SEC chair tackles ag concerns on climate disclosure and rail strike averted. Hovind, disaster aid will have to wait. USDA has provided lawmakers with some estimates of what producers need in disaster assistance this year. But the top Republican of the Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee says Congress is unlikely to include that funding in the continuing resolution that Congress needs to pass by September 30 to avert a government shutdown. Senator John Hoban, North Dakota Republican, tells AgriPulse the disaster aid is more likely to be folded into an omnibus spending bill that Congress considers at its lame duck session. Hoban wouldn't disclose the USDA estimate, saying, yes, they've given me numbers. I don't think it's likely that it's going to be in the CR. SEC chair trying to allay farm concerns. Securities and Exchange Commission Chairman Gary Gensler has heard the concerns expressed by agriculture groups about the agency's proposal to require public companies to disclose their greenhouse gas emissions. But he hasn't quite allayed those concerns quite yet. At a Senate Banking Committee hearing yesterday, Gensler said, quote, There's no goal to touch farmers in any of these states you represent or ranchers. But Matt Herrick of the International Dairy Foods Association calls that assertion surprising, given that the proposal clearly impacts the full food supply chain from farm to table. If the SEC moves ahead with Scope 3 disclosure requirements, then they must provide adequate time for implementation, and they must account for how the proposed rule allows producers to demonstrate in, to investors that they are making important reductions in greenhouse gas emissions, said Herrick, an IDFA senior vice president. The American Farm Bureau Federation said it was encouraged to hear Gensler's testimony. The Cattlemen's Beef Association continues to call for limits in the proposal to avoid unintentional impacts to farms and ranches. Now going forward, the SEC will still require Scope 3 emission reporting but also will take pains to demonstrate it has heard the concerns of farm groups as it crafts a final rule. Whether that translates into substantial weakening of the proposed requirements remains yet to be seen. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. No strike, but fertilizer may be delayed. Farm groups are applauding the Biden administration for working with labor unions to avert a strike of the nation's major railroads. But there could be some lingering effects from the last-minute agreement announced early yesterday. 
Shipments of anhydrous ammonia had been halted on Monday as a precautionary measure. The embargo was lifted yesterday, but there will likely be some lag time as those delayed shipments move through the system and things ramp back up to full force again, said Chris Glenn, a spokesman for the Fertilizer Institute. Newhouse, now's the best chance for ag labor reform. A House GOP advocate for expanding the H-2A program for foreign farm workers says it's critical that lawmakers pass a bill in this Congress. This is our best chance politically to get it done, Representative Dan Newhouse, a Washington Republican, said in an interview with AgriPulse Newsmakers. With a new Congress, we're going to bring in a whole lot of new faces in and basically have to start all over. Newhouse insists negotiators are getting close to resolving the American Farm Bureau Federation concern about the House-passed Farm Workforce Modernization Act. AFBF has long been worried about a provision that would allow H-2A workers to sue employers. Newsmakers will be available later today at agripulse.com. NPPC, Prop 12 will hurt small producers and fuel mergers. Representatives of the nation's hog producers are warning that California's animal housing law would lead to more of the industry consolidation that the Biden administration says it wants to stop. National Pork Producers Council President Terry Walters told reporters yesterday that retrofitting housing facilities will cost about $3,500 per sow to offer the kind of room required by California's Proposition 12. That initiative, which NPPC and the American Farm Bureau Federation are challenging in the Supreme Court, would ban the sale of pork produced from a pen birthed by a sow that had less than 24 square feet of space in its pen. The companies that are larger, they're going to be able to withstand the cost changes, Walter said. So with that concern, you're going to drive consolidation, which is against what this administration in particular has been speaking against, right? So I'm concerned about individual, independent family farmers, which is what keeps rural America alive. Keep in mind, Supreme Court arguments will be held October 11. Emails show Iowa Attorney General meetings with Department of Justice on beef probe. Iowa Attorney General Tom Miller held meetings with Justice Department officials after he joined 11 other state attorney generals in signing a letter expressing concerns about market concentration in the cattle industry and potential anti-competitive practices by beef processors. That according to emails acquired by AgriPulse. The Justice Department is currently engaged in an ongoing investigation into the nation's four largest beef processors over potential price fixing. These emails, obtained by AgriPulse through an Iowa public records request, show Department of Justice consulted with Miller's office but didn't confirm Iowa's participation in the investigation. Take note, David Shaw, senior staffer in DOJ's antitrust division, also included an employee of the Montana Attorney General's office in one email. The subject line was beef question. China starts off new market year with big U.S. soy purchases. 
China's been making large commitments to buy U.S. soybeans since the new marketing year started September 1. That according to weekly reports released yesterday after the Foreign Agriculture Service resumed publishing them. China purchased 692,000 metric tons of new crop soybeans during the week of August 26 through September 1 and 441,700 tons for the week of September 2nd through 8th. FAS also reported sales of 107,400 tons and 606,200 tons to unknown destinations over the two weeks. Such sales often end up going to China. Report. Ukraine lost 16% of its grain storage to invasion. A State Department-backed organization that's documenting the war in Ukraine says Russia has either destroyed, damaged, or seized about 16% of Ukraine's crop storage facilities. That lost storage could hold about 58 million metric tons of grain. The conflict observatory says the destruction of the ag storage facilities may be a war crime. The State Department is calling for an investigation. Ukraine is still scrambling to erect temporary storage facilities, some of which were donated by the U.S. Here's today's He Said It. There are a handful of people in this room right now who really understand what we're talking about. And I've been to hours of seminars and read books. That Senator Tommy Tuberville, an Alabama Republican, on the digital asset market and the need for tougher federal regulation to protect consumers. The Senate Ag Committee held a hearing yesterday on a bill that would charge the Commodity Futures Trading Commission with regulating the market and allow it to impose user fees to fund the oversight. CFTC Chairman Rostin Batham assured senators the bill would not allow the agency to impose fees on other markets. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 16th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.